on this week's episode of the Superhero Show Show, we'll find out if Larry can get Keeg back on this week's Doom Patrol, if Cliff gives a friend a hand on this week's Doom Patrol, and if Doom Patrol, Doom Patrol, Doom Patrol, Doom Patrol, Doom Patrol, Doom Patrol, all that and more on an all-new episode of the Superhero Show Show. What's up, nerds, and welcome to the Superhero Show Show, the only podcast that comes covers every live-action TV show based on a comic book. I'm your master of chaos, Caitlin, and I have a cauldron, and I also have a big beard because I grew that out because I'm cool like that, and I'm joined by my two little wizard pals, this one has a slightly smaller beard than mine because mine, of course, is the biggest, best beard. Um, it's my friend Mike. I appreciate that Caitlin's New Year's resolution was to say every word in a different accent from around the world. That's right. And Caitlin, you're holding to it. Thank you. Got it. Got to get. Got to get good. You know. <laughs> uh, I have my other friend who also has a beard, but this one is even the shortest beard. But it's still considered a beard, so it's long enough. Uh, it's Ryan. I try, I try to go along with people's bits so much. Like I want to say yes, and but my beard is so much greater than both of yours. It's the 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 what Caitlin lied, listeners. I'm sorry, but the order she said is the exact reverse order of beards in this room. I don't Caitlin's know is about. mine is the most luscious. It's still hey, Kaylee, buddy, your beard's still pretty strong. You just call it. I like see your whiskers, <laughs> Kaylee, Kaylee. <laughs> uh, I, I think that Caitlin has like the silkiest beard and probably the cleanest beard. Yeah, like there's, I can see almost no soup in Caitlin's beard. She's not a soup eater. She's more of a salad wench. I love being a salad wench with a nice beard. Um, well, guys, there's a lot of things that are stuck in my beard right now, um, and it's it's a whole lot of uh, Doom Patrol crumbs, probably because I've just been eating that all recently. You've been eating Doom Patrol. Yep, that's just all I've been eating. eating. It. Caitlin, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Uh, as a beard haver, and you have uh, longish hair, uh, how w- what happens more often? Do you get your hair in soup, or it, does more soup go in my beard? I think you keep all the soup in your beard. Are you ever eating dinner and your hair is just like, oh god, it's all in it? It's just all it's all there. It's not, that's how I wash it. That's how it keeps silky. Um, that, soup. That's why soup. it's luscious. I think one trick uh, is Caitlin only eats like dry, discombobulated ingredients of other things. Mm. So she eats like the raw onion, the beef bouillon cube, a blender I full love, of croutons. I love myself a beef bouillon cube. Uh, it's like it, it's sand that's put together, but then it falls apart in your mouth. They're like the Legos mm-hmm. of food. You can they you are. can build them, you can break them, you can run through them, and then you can eat them. If you step on them, they will not hurt your foot. They will not. They're, they will. One may I, say actually, they are I, better than Legos. I think they go into your foot, and now your foot has some fucking delicious Hell bouillon. Yeah, I'd go to Bouillon Land way before I'd go to Lego Land. I love Bouillon Land. That would be fun. Let's go with our big beards, <laughs> our yummy tasting beards. Our big beards at Bouillon Land. <laughs> 
I have to say that in since we started this podcast, Caitlin's beard has grown mighty this day. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's probably three times the size. It's it's like the Grinch's heart. <laughs> that's what that's what watching a comic book TV show does to my beard. It just grows. It's great. Stronger and mightier. Oh uh, well. <laughs> oh, uh, you know what? I'm gonna say I feel bad. I called you Kately because I think I was gonna I was trying to be like we're casual. I was gonna call you Katie. I remember you hated that. They're gonna beat me up. I. I I feel awkward. I don't know how and, to fix and this. And to me, it sounded like Kaylee, but uh, I do think I do love that we're stopping to address this because if we didn't, Mike would not be able to sleep tonight. I would not thinking about how he called Caitlin Kaylee. What should I call him to make up for it, Caitlin? Riley. Riley. I love it. Riley's a good name. Yeah, it's actually, my good solid. pal Riley Kylie. Riley. <laughs> Riley Coyote. That uh, that's a fucking hipster band just singing songs about coyotes. I just wish that you will not call me Cassie. No, we would never. That that we wouldn't insult her. We wouldn't insult you. That's out of the show today. But what is in the show is a ton of Doom Patrol. Can't wait to eat all that and get it all stuck in my beard, and then share it all with you when I pick it out one by one. All that and more next. And we're back to talk about Doom Patrol. On episode four hundred five of Doom Patrol, Rita spills a magical youth potion that makes the game turn into teens right as Willoughby arrives. With their dumb teenage brains, they go to a party, fight, and continue to de-age further to kids and then babies before Willoughby's magical bunny breaks the curse. Meanwhile, Larry's old pal Rama tries to take his longevity, but then changes his mind. On episode 406, Cliff's mitt sounds like Elmo. Rama agrees to help Larry keep his longevity from Amortis. Rita squishes Wally by accident, and then Wally is revealed as maybe Amortis. All well, the butt got out of the freezer. Taste buds, I ask you this. We got a lot of heart-to-heart moments in these two episodes. Which one was the most effective for you? Oh, man. I, I To me, it's always going to come down to Jane and Cliff. Mm-hmm. And, They're the show's uh, heart. Yeah, and so Jane is like, I have something to tell you. And Cliff's like, well, I'm working on this car, and so I don't care. And like that really fucks her up. Mm-hmm. Uh, she goes to her room, she pouts, she jerks off to puzzle pieces, mm-hmm. as Jane is wont to do. Who isn't? Um, but that that's the one that, like, if they're not working, the show's not working. Yeah, I, I think they're the core. And it's also that Cliff is being a dumb asshole like we know Cliff can be. But then when she comes back or they talk again, he's like, Nobody asks me if I'm okay ever, mm-hmm. but you decide you can unload I, on me. I always have to be the rock. Yeah, which is crazy because he's the biggest idiot on the team, uh-huh. but he has to be the rock. Uh, like uh, IQ-wise and emotional-wise. Like, yes. Uh, in all the ways. He's he's the rock. He's, one would say, the sturdiest metal man. Um, so these two episodes, we start off with just Jane, you know, having fun with her puzzle piece and then uh-huh. going into the underground i thought that there was going to be multiple changes between jane mm-hmm. but like it looks like she keeps slipping back into the underground do you think they're going to go any farther with that like have her slip back into someone else i how i'm reading it especially because none of the other characters knew she was jerking off mm-hmm. is no cliff is like eh. well i mean none of the underground right Okay. Uh, well, yeah, she walks into rooms with her pants undone, so I think Cliff can tell. Uh, is that when she thinks she should not be in charge of Kay and she doesn't know how life works, she falls back into the underground. But like, Kay is telling all of her different aspects that they need to figure out their own life, that mm-hmm. it should no longer be who's in control of Kay. 
or who protects Kay right at that moment. And also, it's uh, you know, we have to figure out how we're going to work as a group, as uh, singles, but also have a little fun, baby, and like jerk off. Yeah, and I I, I love this whole like the way that this presents. It's very uh, uh, can I say Catholic uh, mm. guilt version of like I had pleasure for a second. And then she goes down to the underground because, uh, like, and she thinks it's like, oh, everyone's on her ass because right. of the pleasure. No one knows and no one cares. And so, like, the pleasure or the guilt is all in her head. And then in Jane fashion, she gets mad that they're all just doing their puzzle. So she starts yelling at them. Mm-hmm. I think that stays until the next episode with Jane because mm-hmm. at that point she has her longevity taken and she has to really think, well, Cliff tells her to t- think really hard, like, this is the one life you got. Do what you want to mm. do because there is an end in sight now, which I didn't know they all were like immortal, basically. But we did not either. Like, nobody, <laughs> like, this is sort of revealed throughout these, the, this, I guess, half of season. And then these two episodes really is that um, they were implanted with some immortality chip or tech or spell that Niles did. But it makes sense going from the first episode of the show. Four seasons ago, Cliff had his accident in the 60s. Mm-hmm. Jane was found in like the 50s. Rita in the 30s. Like, they are all. I never thought to question it. Mm-hmm. They're all way too old for how immature they act. Mm-hmm. But uh, and I, I think Jane is the biggest like impetus of you wasted your life. You, yes. You, you took for granted all of these moments that you had and just like had fun and didn't do anything with it. And when it starts to go away, like, that's so shocking. Well, especially because it's followed up by her when they go to teenagers and she's at a party with the kid she just calls as a group euphoria, which I appreciated. Mm-hmm. That was a good youth. Mm-hmm. Uh, that she didn't have a different person was the main of her group at that point. So Jane did not have a teenager. So she's like, oh, the on fire emotions and horniness and dumbness is makes you who you are. Mm-hmm. And so she's starting to be like, how who am I uh, in a pretty unique, cool way? Mm hmm. Yeah, I thought all of Jane's story was really cool, which Jane's story is always always one of my favorites anyways. But we get that. And then we have Rita, who, um, of course, she's getting some age spots, and she has to find a way to be young and youthful again. So she looks for a de-aging spell, and Cliff runs into her, so she gets to spill all that, and they become teenagers, but adult-looking teenagers. <laughs> What's more Doom Patrol? The fact that they had the idea to have the de-aging potion uh-huh. or the fact that they have the budget and writers that they do. So they're like, well, it's not a good de-aging spell. Yeah, and, I love uh, you still love you, you look as old as you do, Willoughby, but in Shakespearean yeah, it is. Uh, And then you see he has Fabio hair at some point. <laughs> I love that. And I also, when they're like, but they're like, why does Rouge look the same? She's like, I held my breath. It was weird pink smoke. Yeah. Why would you breathe that in? Mm-hmm. And I, like... So is that like a story thing? Like it, it's important to Bruges' character that she holds her breath and she's a professional or they just didn't have a storyline for her. I just like, Doom Patrol confuses me, Mike. In the whole uh, Xena Hercules thing uh-huh, of sure. we are a low budget Saturday show. Yes. I'm always thinking about their decisions of like, did they decide on this way story wise mm-hmm. or budget wise? Oh, uh, Doom Patrol is always like, we're going to tell the crazy story we can. And sometimes their sets are cardboard. Uh, and I appreciate that about them, especially like the the Rouge thing. Maybe who knows how writing works? Uh, I certainly don't. But in the second episode that we watched, she reveals to Rita on the bench their heart to heart, which I think was very affecting. Mm-hmm. She's like, "Oh, 
I hated teenage me. I'm also a teenager, but I'm a shapeshifter, so I instantly turned back to how I look currently. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to show any of you fucks what I look like right now. Mm-hmm. So what would we turn into then? I would turn into you. Oh, stop it. <laughs> Caitlin would turn into older Caitlin. I think that she regrets her past and wants that future so bad. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> we were around for her past. It's not great. Grandma Caitlin, <laughs> you knitting know. and rocking on a chair. Just getting all wild, you know, in my youth. Um, but I, I thought it was hilarious how they all, during their teenage years, they all looked exactly the same like adults, but were quote unquote teenagers. <laughs> Cliff, because he's a robot, he just wore cowboy shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then one of the kids says, like, you remind me of my racist grandpa, yeah. but cooler. Yeah. <laughs> but like, is that supposed to be like when he was in high school, he dressed like a cowboy? Yes, I could see that for sure. Because like you could be a goth or you could be an athlete or you could be a cowboy. cowboy. Those are the new guy rules, I believe. <laughs> Which, I mean, in all of his flashbacks, we saw him as basically a cowboy dude. So I bought that one. It's crazy how little changed. Like, when they became teenagers, they went back up to, uh, let's say, Vic, Cyborg, Mm -hmm. or, uh, no, who's uh, Willoughby at the gas station. They're like, oh, okay, duh. (laughs) That's that's how they would act normally. Mm -hmm. And then Vic, of course, he just has braces, which is hilarious, and pimples. Yeah. And he wants 17 snacks from the gas station, Mm -hmm. which always fucked that guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Then also, like to cut to the end of that fifth episode, jumps in the pool with jeans. That's the most Vic cyborg yeah. thing possible. That he thinks it's wild. The crowd claps for him, like embarrassingly. I assume, man, you're wearing boxers, bro. S- so many of our shows are like, oh, old people write this. These old people have not seen a teenager in years who wrote this episode. <laughs> That's all I could think when the Euphoria teenager started to speak to. I was like, oh. Oh, <laughs> it was slang from 15 years ago. Yeah. It was yeah. crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, though, th- so that was everyone who, who turned young. Um, and then we learned that they're not just teenagers. They're going to keep getting younger until they go back in the balls, basically. Uh, Benjamin Button's disease. <laughs> Benjamin until they become splooge. Did he end up as splooge? <laughs> we didn't get to splooge, um, but they did turn into kids. And then... We saw Jane turn into a baby, but then a bunny, all of a sudden, magical bunny, just the, comes the, and saves the day somehow by barfing on people or whatever. I, saves or ruins? Like, is this guy it bad, was, right? It was hard to tell because, like, we thought these people were good with Willoughby. And I know his name's not Benicula, but I can't remember his name. It feels like it's Benicula. <laughs> Benicula, yeah. Uh, and who? I want every. Every listener to think about the last time you heard the word "bunicula." <laughs> like, go through that. Right now. It is. It is at this point. I love the show. I can feel it does so little wrong, but it is hard to tell who's on Amortis's side and why, mm-hmm. and who's doing what with everybody involved. Well, everyone keeps switching because, like, with Willoughby, we f- we think that he's on Amortis's side, and then the second episode, he's like, "Oh no, I just took Jane's like." Longevity, uh, longevity to keep it safe, but then it just got stolen the, from the bunny. So now Mortis has it. Yeah, and then and Rama, who I, I like this actor a lot since the Heroes days, is on a Mortis' side, but is sick of people getting hurt. Yeah, and yeah, also him. He says the classic fuck. line of uh, hurting people was not part of the plan. Mm-hmm. So now Dude, he's your master's name is Immortus. People are gonna get hurt. That's a I, super villain name. Yeah. I love how his master's name is Immortus, and then all Larry can do is just point it out. It's like you got he, this is like a genie thing. 
this is bad. How could you not see this is bad? Yeah, yeah. He was like, "Well, you just whatever you wish, he'll give it to you." And he's like, mm. "Yeah, uh, uh, Rama is that his uh-huh. name?" Rama's like, uh, "Did you see how powerful he is? He made a bone castle." And uh, Larry's like, "That's the work of a super <laughs> villain." What are you talking about? The, like- it talk about budget and story. When when uh, Larry and Rama are in this land, and then Cyborg and. Daryl, his cyborg's friend from a few episodes ago, show up there, uh, and it's people in all black morph suits, like the green man from It's Always Sunny But Black, right. with scissor for hands. It, it feels like they made uh, the witches land in Oz out of paper mache. Mm-hmm. I fucking love it. I love the set design. Okay, so I could see if this was your first Doom Patrol episode that that looks stupid to mm-hmm, you, mm-hmm. but I loved it. Because one, it goes with it, and I I even liked how they made fun of it, which yeah. typically I don't love. But when uh, Cliffosaurus says, <laughs> uh, "Oh, these are just Tim Burton rejects," that was a pretty good line. Uh, but uh, when Vic and his friend Daryl are uh, trying to figure out how to defeat them, and like they don't have superpowers, Daryl's not supposed to be there. Right? Uh, he says, "Think about D and D, and think about how this isn't here." Unless the DM, yeah, Mm -hmm. and that's how screenwriting works. If there's not this thing, then there's no reason for this thing to be here. If if this thing exists, then there's a reason for it. Let's use it to our advantage instead of theirs. Mm -hmm. I kind of thought it all became brilliant at that point. Yeah, yeah, because he figured out because the flowers were made of newsprint and there were pens for the like pollen. So why is that? Why? Because it's not real, so somebody had to think of it, and right. so I do like it. Because Cyborg, you don't was think going of Chekhov's non-gun, right? You can only think of Chekhov's gun. But Cyborg has a hero background, so he's like, go in and defeat it. Mm-hmm. And then his friend has like a science and mentor background, so he's like, but think about it like bigger. We can't punch things, and also not a Zack Snyder background, right? You know, like he's not a Zack Snyder character. Therefore, he's like, wait, step back and think about this for real quick. Let's draw a little robot until it's a big robot. That's why we should be superheroes. Let's just be superheroes. We could be heroes. Um, well, okay, so they're they're in that world. Um, and do you guys know who Wally is? Do you no. remember meeting him beforehand? Ever? I gotta say, Caitlin, he, he felt I, important to Rita. I've yeah. watched every episode of this show when they came out, and uh, when he was like in this closet, very scared, no idea. And then when he came out uh, uh, from the bathrobe, guys, uh-huh. like walked past them and said, "Oh." Cliffosaurus, welcome to my... I, I have no idea. Rita squished me and I'm here. Yeah, it was... Like I said, this show is losing me plot-wise, but I'm riding on vibes. I'm still loving it. I mean, I got to say, uh, to skip past Wally real quick, uh, when they said, did you forget to shut the freezer in a butt come... Yeah. I forgot that they even put a butt in the freezer. I was, I'm was. i so glad the hand said that because as they left, I was like, did Cliff close that fucking That's freezer? That's all I could think of when they were going. It was like, the butt, the butt's out. <laughs> but yeah, I don't... I hope I, that- Remember Wally? And I I've hope watched this butt, a couple episodes. I hope this butt like puts on like a yellow visor with a red middle and like a blue and yellow costume and just becomes the Cyclops that we need to lead this team. <laughs> Cyclops is what we need right now. <laughs> but no, like I, I I'm watching this show like I read most comic books of like I don't remember what happened, man. Just mm-hmm. Yeah, the little editor asterisk, remember this issue. No, I don't, but I'm gonna move on. That would be awesome though if what, HBO Max? In episode 204. Yeah, you could just hit that and like go back to the show that it happened? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would be cool. Why get on the HBO happen? Max. Because they're all about discovery shows now. I thought you were going to say, get on that Ryan, and I was going to go do get it. Get on that, Ryan. You, you no, know, you didn't say it. You said HBO Max. So get on that, Zazlav. 
Zaslav. <laughs> what a soup. More than Omortis. What a piece of shit. It's can a supervillain name. Can I pull back the curtain right now? Please. To Caitlin and Mike. Show some blank. Uh, we have to record Century of the Year tomorrow. Yeah. And Zaslav is the goddamn main character. Yeah? Yeah. It's just all over the place. Oh, I love it. I'm going to look up a bunch of stuff tonight about him. <laughs> Zaslav. What a fun name. What a fun name. It's a good one to scream to the head. Zaslav! Zaslav! Um, were either of you surprised when Wally came out from underneath the the little no, cloak? Because it was just, this could have been anybody. Yeah. I keep thinking, because a few times this season, they're like, and it's this person. I keep expect, expecting Alan Tudyk, and it keeps not being him. So every time I'm like, so who gives a fuck about this person? He was mentioned, right? Or did I read they that mentioned in the comic him. book? They mentioned him. Yeah, like, uh, oh, like Mr. Nobody? And I was yeah. like, oh, that's Pop Filter Hall of Famer Alan Tudyk. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know who the big bad is. and I, It's Immortus. Like uh, okay, let me rephrase. I don't care who the big bad is. Mm-hmm. I think I keep watching for like dumb one-liners yeah. and like mm-hmm. random shit that I wouldn't expect, like giant scissors around yeah. heads. Yes, vibes with uh, on dumb one-liners and and butts. You know what was your moment of the week? There was when when they were making fun of Willoughby at the gas station. Mm-hmm. Cliff instead of saying anything clever, was just going, meh, 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 meh. And Jane was dancing along with his meh, 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 And it was for a long time. It was, it was so it long. Was like seven minutes of meh, meh, meh. And I, for the first time, I've seen Ryan and I on screen somewhere. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> Ryan? Um, I'm going to do a reverse moment of the week, and I don't want this to happen anymore. And I've seen this in a lot of shows that I've watched, where I'm going to say... Uh, what the writers think is a funny line, mm. and then Mike is the character next to me, and he puts his fist up, and he goes, "Nice," and then we do fist together. Stop doing. Let let the audience react to we your will funny let you know or if it's unfunny nice. line. Uh, <laughs> nice, and then dap the character out. Fuck that. It happened multiple times in these two episodes. Yeah. Wow. I I didn't catch them. Which what was the time that stood out? Uh, a lot of the gas station where they oh, were doing it was a good, also Cliff and Jane, yeah, they were doing a good job of just being like. <laughs> uh, my other moment of the week is uh, that was that Brandon Fraser doing Elmo because it had to be. Ugh. It was great. That's all I could think of. I was like, did they pitch him up or like was it someone else? It's easy to talk like this. What if he wins Best Actor at the Oscars, but it's not for the whale? whale. It's It's for for the Rocky the Oven Mitt? For Elmo. (laughs) For Rocky the Oven Mitt. God, I love that. Um, And actually, my moment of the week goes to Rocky the Oven Mitt um, because um, Cliff says, listen to to me, hamburger helper. Yeah. (laughs) He really really fucking got me. And then he calls, and then the Oven Mitt calls him Pop Pop. And I fucking love that. Pop Pop. Pop. Even more insulting. <laughs> it was just so great. I was like, I love this mitt. I don't know who this is or who he's trying to be. Was was the oven mitt supposed to be his grandson? It's now supposed. And I'm sorry, I said Rocky because I thought of Elmo and Rocco. It's Rory, but yeah, Rory. he is in his mind breaking, and he knows it is his his hand that he has gloved to touch. The first thing he can feel is Rory. Mm-hmm. Now is talking to him as Rory. Uh, and then no, you know what? Fuck that. My new moment of the week. Uh, he takes off the glove after being like, I'm oh, wearing an oven yeah. mitt. That's not normal. But him and Jane holding hands mm-hmm. and coming back together. Him and Jane holding hands. And then he does what he should have done. Instead of protecting his hand with a mitt, he protects it with like a metal trash can or something. I was like, there you go. Now you're protecting but, the tech. 
It looks like a cannon. I have one more moment of the week. It's uh, uh remembering being a teenager. Um, Cliff really hurts Jane's feelings, and then Jane runs to her room, and she's fucking super sad. And then Cliff comes back and bangs on the door and says, can I come in? And she says, whatever, which means <laughs> I want to say no, but, but yes, I need please to say yes. come in. <laughs> I love Cliff and Jane. Yeah. So good. Well, that's all the Doom Patrol that we have today, but we'll have a lot more. Uh, but right now, we have to go and do some other things, so we'll be right back. Well, we Doom Patrolled as hard as we can Doom Patrol. We did so good. We we doomed that patrol so hard. The patrol um, is doomed. And so so it is doomed, and, and so you must leave. Ryan, Mike, it's been great. <laughs> no, come yeah, on. Uh, Caitlin, you said that this could be the night that I stayed all the yeah, way to the end. I miss doing the commercial. I no. think it's, it's, it's bedtime for both of you. Um, oh, good point. Honk yeah. shoe, honk shoe. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think it's time for you to go. Oh, look, there they went. There they go. Okay, I need to bring in my new friends um, who will help me. Uh, over here, I see he is actually just a giant Cheeto. I don't understand how this happened, but there's like the largest Cheeto. It has like eyes and a mouth and just throwing dust everywhere. Um, Mr. Cheeto, can you please can you please tell me about websites? I'm the largest Cheeto. You are indeed a large Cheeto. Sir, how 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 did this happen? Or ma'am, or just, you know, just Cheeto. On a night just like this, Halloween 2017, I was in a building with lightning striking. <gasps> I ate a Cheeto. And I ate lightning at the same time. I opened my mouth and I was like, half of my mouth is for Cheeto. Half of my mouth is for lightning. And I ate them both and I became the largest Cheeto of all time. You might think that Heidi Klum, with her most recent Halloween costume, is the biggest Cheeto. But it's me because I am two inches taller and 12 inches fatter. I'm the biggest Cheeto. Also, I'm the dustiest. My pussy, so my Cheeto pussy is so dusty. You wouldn't even believe it. You fucking blow on me and you'll be blind from Cheeto dust. You fucking go down on a fucking person like this and you blow. Yeah, that's what you get is Cheeto dust in your eyes because you don't blow. You suck. I told you to suck and you blow. You always blow. You never suck. I'm terrified to breathe in your direction at all <laughs> for my life. Hey, darling, darling, and you are adorable right now. What is your name? Caitlin. Caitlin, look at your fingers. They're oh, my orange. God. They're, They're orange. orange. <laughs> Everything goes orange. Before you leave, first, you got to tell me your name. Oh, then tell I'm me about websites. Leave. <laughs> I'm Cheetah Cheeto, the, che the cheatiest Cheeto in Cheetah Town. And my fucking dusty pussies all over your fingers. Uh, my website that I love to go to is your pop. Uh, no, I'm sorry. That's what I used to do back when I was a Cheeto puff. But now I'm a crunchy Cheeto with the crunchiest <laughs> pussy you've ever seen. And I go to popfilter.co. And I go to God damn it. I'm sorry. 
I got Cheeto dust in my eyes because I can eat my own pussy. <laughs> I I put my goggles on and I go to God damn it! I go to fucking uh, pot fil- <laughs> your potfilter dot com slash Amazon. Nope. Pot filter dot co slash Amazon. <laughs> that's where you you fucking get the best goggles that will never let any fucking cheat dust into your Mad Max Fury Road pussy eating Cheeto ass. Also, (laughs) you go to fucking Patreon, and uh, you go to patreon.com slash yourpopfilter, and there's a tier there where you fucking dip Cheeto in fucking water, and you mix that around. Cheeto water? And you you think it's Cheeto water, but that water is not water. It's my pussy juice. (laughs) I'm out. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm kind of glad she's gone. That was... I'm dusty. Um, it's dusty in here in a bad way. Um, okay, I- I'm going to bring a new friend over here. It's actually my hero, my personal hero, General Grievous. I'm so glad you're here with all of your arms and all of your sabers. I can't believe you've made it here to our studios. I heard you're here to tell us a little bit about social media as well. General Grievous, tell us all about it. <clears throat> well, I say, yes. It's so nice to see you, Caitlin. I always love meeting fans of mine. How are you doing tonight, lovely? Yes, so good. I, I just have to say, huh, hello there, you know? Get it? Yes, you know. Back when I was a young robot with only two bombs, I remember we called social media getting high in our friend's basement. You called but social you- media? Yes, that was social media, but now you kids and your TikToks and your Bumbles and your Hive socials and your Gabs and your Paulas. Oh, what was it to be an old robot holding four laser swords fighting other old robots holding laser swords? Oh. Um, Go to at your pop filter, I guess. I am so old. Thank you, General Grievous. And so, so tired. But I will not talk about my dusty chitussy like your last guest. <laughs> That's so good. Um, I was so worried that you're going to just, just cough all over the place and that, that pussy dust was just going to get everywhere. But I'm glad that you've got your cough under control. I agree with whatever you just said. Caitlin. Oh, my goodness. Caitlin and General Grievous have gone off stage. Uh, okay, so they're going to hook up and make a She's weird seeing fucking... what these four hands can do. Okay, I don't want to hear from General Grievous in the background. Um, so this is Ryan, and I am going to bring out my final friend. And this is... Oh, my goodness. I cannot believe it. It's Bill the Butcher from Gangs of New York. Well, here's the thing you gotta know, kids. Only Native Americans should belong here. And by Native Americans, I do not mean indigenous folks who were born here. Oh, buddy, we're we're just on a podcast. I have oh, not told what are, you what to uh, uh, promote yet. Uh, you're just like, you, you think that podcast listeners are going to... Uh, clicking on my eye. You're pissing me uh, off, so I'm clicking on my eye. You're clicking on your you eye better watch out. You think this tool is for cutting meat, but it is, but it's for cutting your meat. I noticed that you, uh, you did cook some meat barely, and you're sitting down to a, a plate of the rawest meat I have ever seen in my entire life. Bill the Butcher, just like old Dirty Bastard, and Liza Minnelli likes it raw! Are those the three, you think? 
Mount Rushmore should be those three. The Mount- Liza Minnelli, Bill the Butcher, and Old Dirty Bastard. Of people who like it raw. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, Bill the Butcher, if you were to listen to podcasts... Indubitably. What would those be? Well, probably these days, Ben Shapiro, Jordan Peterson, and The Art of Manliness, mm. which is actually legit a pretty good despite his terrible name. But if I was going to be some foppish Dudley do-right like you, I would listen to Movie of the Year. What, what is that show? It covers every season a different year to determine the best movie of any given year with three chum bucket tilly wops, no good Irish pricks. Um, as much as I love a good chum bucket tiddly womp, uh, they're doing 2002 right now, which is your... Biographical and movie. I was not even allowed in the real bracket because once again the native and again I say not indigenous people, but Native Americans are spit upon by these disgusting, filthy immigrants who are stealing our jobs and stealing our places and brackets. Bill the Butcher, you are so much like me. Do you think that we should go to a bar and uh, hook up like a threesome? Indubitably, hmm. we I- would clean up every cheesy pussy we see. I noticed that you looked up one. Long word, and it's indubitably. Serendipitously. Yes, I did. I love that word. Right you are. I do not have a thesaurus like some do. Do you think a thesaurus is a dinosaur? Brain. It is my favorite. The theosaurus, the rhinosaurus, all the dinosauruses. Uh, one more time. Can I get a little sound of that uh, clinky eye? Oh, that's so you gross. better watch out. Movie of the year. And of course, this is Super the Hero, the show show. All right, Caitlin, what's next week? Next week on Superhero Show Show, we're flashing back to 1992 and watching Human Target with Rick Springfield. Watch along with us on YouTube. For Mike, I'm just Caitlin. And for Ryan, I'm, I'm also just Caitlin. And goodbye. Yeah. <laughs>